The Permian Basin is an abundant oil and gas producing area. Already one of the world's leading oil producing regions, the area in West Texas and Southeastern New Mexico could nearly double crude oil production by the year 2023. But who are the leaders behind this economic powerhouse? And what is their story? This is Permian Perspective. I'm your host, Krista Escamilla. Today's show is sponsored by Baker Hughes, who recently launched a new and reimagined Baker Hughes brand. As an energy technology company, they strive to make energy safer, cleaner, and more efficient for people and the planet. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this special edition of Permian Perspective. It is so wonderful to be spending this time with all of you. I hope and pray that you and your family are doing well during this difficult time. I know many of you are likely working from home while listening or Maybe you're out enjoying a walk. The weather has been absolutely beautiful here in West Texas. A little windy, but we're used to that. But it has been really, really nice. So hopefully you're taking advantage of that. I know we've seen a lot of people in our neighborhood out walking, and it is such a joy to see families together spending that time. So let us know what you're doing during this time, if you're working from home or if you are going into the office on a limited schedule. Just let us know what is going on. We can stay connected through social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and of course on LinkedIn. So I would love to hear from all of you. Speaking of hearing from you, I heard a wonderful review from one of our listeners and I wanted to share it with all of you. A special thank you to Slide Jumper for this five-star review. Whoever you are, Slide Jumper, I want to thank you for these kind words. Here's what you had to say the different perspectives that make up the Permian Basin, all in one podcast with a great interviewer and facilitator of conversation. If you live in West Texas, you should have this on your list. Very, very kind. Thank you so much, Slide Jumper, for those kind words. I really appreciate it. And if you would like to leave a five-star review, please feel free to do so. You can head over to iTunes or Google Play, or you can just shoot us an email and Let us know your thoughts on Permian Perspective. We appreciate all of you so much for listening. So this week, I wanted to catch you up on the very latest on what is happening here in the Permian Basin due to the COVID-19 coronavirus. As you know, we are all affected by the pandemic, the economy across the nation, and of course, right here in the epicenter of oil and gas is taking a big financial hit. So I wanted to begin with where oil is trading at. And remember, this is at recording time of this podcast. WTI is at $20.14 a barrel. Now, rig counts dropped dramatically last week. According to the weekly count from Baker Hughes, the impact of cuts and layoffs are starting to show. More than half the week's losses came here in the Permian Basin, which lost 23 rigs for a count of 382. Now, the U.S. rig count dropped 44 to 728. It was the largest single week drop since the bottom of the last oil downturn, according to the Houston Chronicle. New Mexico, the only other producing state with the triple-digit rig count, lost three rigs down to 109. In other news, Pioneer Natural Resources CEO Scott Sheffield spoke to CNBC recently and said the current price downturn reminds him of 1986 and opposition to a settlement with the Saudis from companies like ExxonMobil threatened the future existence of independent companies. He went on to say that it will take a long time to balance the market, and that Exxon is an example of the oil industry heavyweights that want to see all independents go bankrupt 
and then pick up the scraps. He also predicted there will only be 10 out of the 74 independents left at the end of 2021 that will have decent balance sheets. Once again, those were the words of Scott Sheffield, the CEO of Pioneer Natural Resources, recently on CNBC. And the layoffs continue to hit our area hard. ProPetro notified the state Friday it plans to lay off 388 employees in its hydraulic fracturing division. According to the Houston Chronicle, Schlumberger, the largest oil field service company in the world, plans to cut up to 30% from its budget as oil prices continue to drop and COVID-19 cases rise. The company also expects to lay off workers and reduce compensation in North America. Schlumberger joins Chevron and numerous other companies in the energy industry who are cutting billions of dollars in response to the falling oil prices. Kirk Edwards, who is an Odessa-based independent oil and gas producer, wrote a letter to President Trump that was printed in our local paper, The Odessa American. In it, he says the following to President Trump, quote, I asked President Trump to immediately place a $40 per barrel tariff on Saudi oil coming into the United States. I ask you to quit defending Saudi Arabia with our troops and aircraft carriers and start defending your most critical domestic industry, the one that keeps this country moving with affordable gasoline and electricity. The $40 tariff is the difference in price American energy producers were getting just two months ago versus the $20 per barrel that we are getting this week. That tariff would generate nearly $1.25 billion per month to the U.S. government. The government then can direct that revenue back to the oil-producing states like Texas, Louisiana, New Mexico, and Oklahoma in an effort to help those states that are being massively impaired by the current dumping on Saudi Arabia, filling the strategic petroleum reserve with $20 oil does nothing for the American energy producer. We need jobs and we need a price we can economically drill for and $20 per barrel certainly isn't it, end quote. Once again, that was from Kirk Edwards, who is an Odessa-based independent oil and gas producer, writing a letter to President Trump that was printed in our local paper, The Odessa American. In other news, Governor Greg Abbott expanded quarantine orders for travelers heading into Texas on Sunday. Any air traveler entering Texas from Miami, Atlanta, Detroit, Chicago, and the states of California and Washington must self-quarantine for 14 days, Abbott said. His original order, which included air travel from New Orleans, now includes any road travel from people entering Texas from Louisiana. He also recently announced an executive order requiring a mandatory self-quarantine for air travelers arriving to Texas from airports in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and New Orleans. Here on the local front, the city of Midland has confirmed 13 positive COVID-19 patients, and Hector County has confirmed five positive cases. The city of Midland, Midland Memorial Hospital, MISD, and ECISD have done a phenomenal job keeping the residents of West Texas updated on the situation. Most residents in the Permian Basin are following the advice of our local and state officials and staying home. Now, Midland is following Governor Greg Abbott's executive order limiting social gathering to 10 people, prohibiting eating and drinking at restaurants and bars while still allowing takeout, closing gyms, banning people from visiting nursing homes except for critical care, and temporarily closing schools. 
Now, the city of Odessa decided this week to sign a limited shelter in place that will close many businesses, including hair and nail salons, gyms, massage businesses, food courts, parks and pavilions, and Ratliff Ranch golf links. They are also asking real estate businesses to close on homes virtually, not face-to-face, and childcare can stay open but not have more than 10 kids at a time. Of course, most of this information can be found on Facebook. You can go to Ector County Health Department. You can also find nightly updates on Midland Mayor Patrick Payton's Facebook page. And of course, all of our local news are covering these stories from top to bottom. Of course, also these regulations and rules are changing as this is a fluid situation. So by the time you hear this, they may be different. But as of recording, These are the very latest happenings here in West Texas. Now, I know this is all hard news to hear, and I want to share some good news with you in what I've been calling Tell Me Something Good. If you want to sing along with me, feel free. Tell me something good. That's right. We have to find the good. I know that this is a difficult time, but there's always a beacon of light, and I would love to share good stories with all of you. Just like this one was shared with me, I love it. In front of Midland Memorial Hospital, someone surprised the nurses and doctors with a sign out front that reads, Heroes Work Here. It's one of those huge signs. I believe it's Card My Yard who does these. And it is just a fantastic way for those nurses and doctors to be reminded that we are so thankful of them. And they truly are the heroes. They're working the front lines. And that is why for the second week in a row, our community MVP are our nurses and doctors who are the real heroes working to heal those West Texans who are sick. And we cannot thank you enough. Now, there truly has been so much good that has come out of the pandemic. Kids all over town are writing Bible verses on the sidewalks in front of their houses. And in front of Stonegate Church, there's an entire block of encouraging words and scripture. It is so beautiful to walk by. It just brightens your day. If you are feeling a little bit down and you need to get out and get some fresh air, highly encourage you to walk up and down the sidewalk there and you will immediately feel your spirits lifted. I've witnessed over and over the past couple of weeks, the Permian standing firm and helping others. There are restaurants who are delivering to nurses and doctors, the elderly, the homebound. Of course, West Texas Food Bank just doing outstanding work here in our community, the volunteers and and so many others that are just helping out. Libby and Craig and everyone there are just wonderful people, and they are doing their part to make sure that nobody goes hungry during these times. So in, in traditional West Texas manner, Permian Basin is coming through for each other like no other. I do want to thank you all for joining me for this very special edition. I'm going to do this from time to time as we just have these weekly updates and and everything is changing so much that way. All of you who are not here in the Permian can know what is going on here in West Texas. I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on LinkedIn, on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook at Krista Escamilla. And we can keep the conversations going. Tell me the good that you're seeing in the world because there is so much good and we want to spread that and spread that joy. With that said, I wish you all good health, love and joy and take care of yourself. Stay healthy. This concludes this episode of Permian Perspective, the story behind the oil and gas leaders in the Permian Basin. Remember my motto's dream big, believe in yourself and never give up. You make it a great day. 
Hey everybody, Alex here with the events on deck for the next month. We have some exciting things coming up, two happy hours, one in Pittsburgh and one in Denver. So the first one will be happening on March 22nd at Bubba's Gourmet Burgers and Beer. This event will be from four to seven and will feature a live recording of Oil and Gas This Week with Jake Corley and Mark LaCour. So be sure to check that out. You can sign up via our social medias. We have an Eventbrite sign up and should be good to go from there. The next event will be a happy hour in Denver at Liberty Oil Field Services on April 2nd. Once again, check our social medias for the Eventbrite sign up and sign up there. As some of our social media followers may know, we are headed to Aberdeen, Scotland the first week of March, in a couple days actually, for DokeroCon, creating high impact sales and energy. Dokeru is excited to launch its very first sales development conference, and OGN's Mark and Patrick will be hosting a panel and recording a live podcast, so we're really excited to be joining that. The Leaders in Industry Luncheon is on March 11th at the Petroleum Club of Houston. Port of the Future is happening on March 10th and 11th in Houston. Your registration to the Port of the Future conference also allows you access to exclusive events, including TSA Security and Terrorism, Research Showcase, and many more. So be sure to view the agenda and see what they are offering. The Houston Energy Breakfast will be on March 20th at the Norris Conference Center in Houston. The API Energy Houston 3-Gun Chapter will be on March 20th. This event is filling up very quickly, so make sure to get a team in as soon as possible. The BP Energy Outlook 2020 edition will be on April 21st. It's happening online. And this event is about transitions that will take place to a low carbon energy system. That's all for this month, everybody. Hope you guys have a good month and check back in next month to see what events we're having. Thanks. Tune in next week for another episode of Permian Perspective, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at www.oggn.com.